0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, the wait is over. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is here, and we have to talk about it. All that and more of said we have no control over.
1: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall.
2: And I'm Ashley Coffin.
1: Welcome, my friends. Trio of heroes!
2: <laughs> I know. I love the movies. I love, because we're always always back together
1: me too i love it and it's just crazy that uh uh it's been like two two months since a marvel thing and that it's weird that that feels like a long time um we're gonna do a a news episode (laughs) this week i think because apparently kevin Feige came out and said that like they're slowing down he's yeah they're slowing down their content release which i think is a good move for marvel i think it's even a good move for uh Shows like ours, because I think like at some point they they're burning people out, yeah, having something every week. But, uh, but it's sad. I want more, not less. <laughs>
0: yeah. exactly. like, so when, much and I know exactly. when sitting through this movie, I was like, at what point? I like I don't know when the next thing is because I know it shouldn't mm-hmm. be Guardians. Like there should be a show before then, right? I don't know yeah. when the next thing is releasing. We they haven't told us.
1: Yep. So we're just planning weeks and weeks of quantum mania coverage.
2: It's funny we had that little um, schedule above feedback, and we are way down to the bottom because everything got p- pushed back and dates got changed for no, so no many dates. movies. Yeah. Uh,
1: the The movies are there, but there's no dates for shows yet. Like just none. And I think they're. I think it's because they're still making decisions. Um, I wonder if some of those things are just in the can, ready to go. They're just like. When do we drop this? Like, when's the time? You know, tomorrow is tomorrow. Good.
0: <laughs> oh man! If
1: they, yeah, if they announced they're dropping tomorrow. Uh, okay, let's get into the uh, the the the, the spoiler free reaction for just like a minute. Uh, what What did you think, Ashley?
2: I really liked it. It was very cute. It was fun. Um, I I don't know. I guess the whole time I was expecting something to happen more dramatic. The trailer was very dramatic compared to like. All the other Ant Man trailers are a lot of fun, like Guardians ones, like the new Guardian trailer is very dramatic too. And I guess, like, I just expected a little bit more evil from Kang. I really Mm. loved everything he did, but I I wanted, I don't know, maybe a little more, but I really, I did like it. And I thought it was, the jokes were funny. They, they had, it was, it was cute in the best way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, I agree with you. I think there, there was, the trailer felt a little more epic. I think this was pretty epic, and there were some pretty great things in there. But I do think that, like, um, there—I'll get into it once the spoiler section gets here. Sure. Uh, what do you think, Jeff? I
0: feel like it was a little bit of a, a departure from the tone of the Ant Man franchise, because like mm. so far the Ant Man franchise has been like it, it's been that fun around a heist kind of thing, and like that's been the the way that things have gone, and just like. In this one, the scale and scope of everything is just so mm-hmm. much different from previous ant-man outings, and it kind of it affects the tone of it and it affects the the fun that it that it the movie and the actors get to have and not to say they didn't have fun, like they obviously were still having fun <laughs> it just it felt different it felt different from the other two mm. and and again, not to say that that's a bad thing. It just you have to have different expectations with this one compared to the others.
1: I agree with that. I don't think this movie's less fun, but I think that it is a different kind of fun. It's a little less goofy. For the most part, there's a few scenes that are really goofy. The thing that blew me away, that really surprised me about this was the amount of world-building we got oh, for the yeah. quantum realm. Um and I I I'm sure we'll talk a lot about it in the uh uh, in the, after the spoilers alert but the world building of this thing was so much broader than expected and like some of the quantum realm characters really got more depth than I thought they would mm-hmm. and I'm more interested in those characters going forward like I, I'm like I'm really excited to revisit the quantum realm you know what I mean yeah. like in a way it felt like they introduced this felt almost as big as when they introduced the cosmos to us which i think is what they were going for it's right. like they introduced the quantum realm this is a whole new realm of storytelling they could delve into if they wanted to you know
0: mm-hmm. the secret universe under our own <laughs> that's right that's right I like very it. tiny <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah the the scope of the movie is, is still small but uh it was <laughs> it had really big stakes <laughs> mhm for
1: sure well <laughs> bigger than bigger than anyone knew bigger than anyone knew um in yep. the movie what let's let's get to that spoiler alert are you ready to scream your head off some spoiler at us jeff sure all right guys we're gonna go into the spoiler section now but uh, if if you're if you're just joining us and you haven't seen the movie yet uh go see it it's really good if you're a marvel fan you will like it uh will and we're gonna get into the spoilers um spoilers in three two one my name is darren and i am not a
0: dick <laughs> <laughs>
2: there was like i really didn't mind any of that i i loved what they did with it i thought it was hysterical because there's no good way to kind of do that seriously
0: to live. do modoc yeah. to do Modok seriously so no there's good. no way he's a giant face with like a little like, little arms and legs like oh my it is God, the most ridiculous so... villain it's darren <laughs> <laughs>
1: That made it so funny. Like him being Darren instead of Modok or them calling him Darren. It's so funny.
0: I love that he got to keep his, his mind. Like he wasn't like, he wasn't broken down and rebuilt as far as like mental capacity. He was still Darren, but just, you know, physically changed. (laughs) And and he was like, no, no, my name's Modok. (laughs) When Scott was like, Darren, can you hear me? Darren, Darren.
1: Yep. (laughs) One of, favorite, one of my favorite things, Modoc. <laughs> I love how, how like Darren just What's let that? it go <laughs> for so long. Like let let him go fight. He didn't even go like uh, 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 um or something like that. Yeah. He just like let it go completely silent. He's just like he's clearly not talking to me. <laughs> one of the things that Peyton Reed or the writers of this and and the directors do really well is they they'll have a joke that doesn't feel like it's a joke until the punchline hits. Yep, like. A lot of jokes in movies feel like, hey, it's a setup and a punchline. In this, it is a lot of times like <laughs> it feels like just regular dialogue or like he's panicking because he can't hear Darren. He's like, Darren, Darren, yeah. Darren. Oh god, and the comms are out. He's such a comical
2: yeah. genius,
1: Paul it, Brad. Yeah. They're very lucky. For sure, for sure. And then the punchline just hits and you're like, it just relieves tension you didn't even <laughs> know was there. You know? It's really, really good. Yep. I was talking about the world building, I guess, now that we in the spoilers, I just did not ex- – like, we, we saw some of these characters in the trailer, and I just assumed they'd all be bad guys, you know, like, that the <laughs> qu- quantum realm was going to be, like, a world of – You know, maybe there'd be different factions, you know, Kang and then other people. We talked a lot about that. But it was going to be like a very hard-to-survive environment with lots of risk, you know? And like the fact that when they get there, they end up in this like little troop of rebels. And then they do this (laughs) world building where it really feels almost like a Star Wars-style world where like you've got these docks and you've got the The kind of upper-crust people. Yeah, you've got a cantina scene. You've got (laughs) this... Uh, you got a guy that's obsessed with holes and that was really, really wonderful.
0: <laughs> I have I like, holes. <laughs> he I didn't adorable. know he could do that.
2: I <laughs> don't have any holes. What? How many <laughs> do you have? He's like, he has seven. One,
0: two. I love that, that Scott sat there like, no, yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, See, that
1: was one of those moments. That was exactly one of the moments <laughs> I'm talking about where right. you didn't know that was why he was pausing. It seemed like he was pausing because he was contemplating his like, decision or something because they yep. were trying to like get him to and he like paused for a really long time and then goes, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Such a good joke. Such a good joke. I love that. It's a style of humor that I don't I don't feel like is uh common enough. It's really good.
0: Yep. I you know, I, I feel like this movie did a lot of that type of joke, but also did uh the joke where somebody suddenly realizes something and interrupts the entire conversation. Like when Modoc was talking about his, you know, his name, like uh mechanized organism designed only for killing. And Scott was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's oh, it's an acronym. It's an acronym. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's an acronym. Yeah. It's really <laughs> like, good. Completely cut him off in the middle of his like villainous di- or monologue. Yep. And it's <laughs> really, really great. I love that. I love that so much.
2: <laughs> Bill Murray, I enjoyed his little character cameo. I was like, what is he going to do? When I saw him in the trailer, but I thought it was perfect.
1: Yeah, it really was. And there are so many characters that I would I would watch a Quantum Realm movie tomorrow. Yep. Like <laughs> yeah. those rebels and like who fills the power of a vacuum left behind by Kang. All of
2: the buildings are alive? All the buildings are Your alive? The buildings are dead?
1: <laughs> Yours aren't? <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they talked about the fact that there are worlds on top of worlds on top of worlds. So like, this is just one little section of the quantum realm where Kang has been setting up his little empire, but like, and he's been apparently like conquering more space out in the quantum realm. So are there multiple plan when they say there's multiple worlds? I don't know if they mean like, and they say multiple worlds on top of worlds. Is can you go smaller and I be can't. on sm- even smaller worlds? I gotta tap out. When I even
2: think about our universe, that's like way too much. I start to be like, ugh. You it's know, it's so weird. just hey, what do you mean? What do you mean by infinity? Like, what do you mean it goes on forever? Like I can't I can't think about that right now. So worlds upon worlds, I'm like, ugh. I just started to get the multiverse. What? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Not at all. <laughs> I'm me somewhere else, but maybe cooler. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there I have powers. It's
0: every, everything, all, everywhere all at once. It's, I'm the worst version of myself. Like, yep. I'm that yep, zero. Yep.
2: That's the multiverse.
0: Yeah. Yes. For I sure. love the 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 kind of exposition that we got from Kang a little bit about you know multiverse and why he's there and like you know he had the the two rings of timelines uh that were above mm-hmm. uh, you know, on top of each other and like kind of wherever they were intersecting things were exploding and like that's where the incursions were happening it was so cool i bet it looked cool on imax you know <laughs> i also saw it in standard so oh you yeah, did? did yeah <laughs> i did too yeah okay
2: you didn't have it stolen from you
0: yeah no it no. was it was not robbed from me
2: <laughs> yeah going in my theater was like sorry roads closed i was like what do you mean they're but, like the theater's on. not working so you can get in line and pick a standard uh choice mm. or get a refund or pick a, t- a ticket for another day so i turn around and the line is around the entire thing because everyone was there for the four o'clock imax show which was oh, sold out Gosh! and i'm like i'm not gonna get a good seat like i'm very picky um we got through five o'clock. They were like, it's good. So we went, we had a drink. We came back. They gave me the tickets for the four thirty show. So I walk in, it's the scene where in they're in the car and I'm like, oh shit, we were supposed to be back here at four 30. And they're like, no, we got the five o'clock. So we had to go to the other side of the theater. Well, first I had to ask like, what's up with my tickets? And they had no idea. They're just all shoulders at me. And I'm like, well, I'm all shoulders <laughs> at them. Like, what are we supposed to do right now? And this kid walks up with the Ant-Man bucket and a drink and it's. Four fifty eight. I was like, what time is your showing? He was like five. I was like, what theater are you? And he was like, 14. I was like, we're coming with you, buddy. He was they were like, Oh yeah, just go. So I'm like, the whole thing's <laughs> probably gonna be sold out. We walked in, just the three of us walked in together, no one else in there. So we sat in the middle and he sat like right in front of us, which is fine, community. And then two other people came in alone and they sat right with us. And then two other people, we were in this little cluster, and I was like, This is cool. It was yeah. seven people. <laughs> On our 720p screen, (laughs) and we were silent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was at the three o'clock, which is often uh, not that full, but today it was completely dead because there's really bad storms down in, like, Mississippi and Alabama today, and so a lot of people just didn't come that were planning to, I think. I know I had friends cancel, so I'm I'm assuming a lot of other people canceled, but I was like, I'm going. I'm (laughs) going to drive home in the storm. It's fine. (laughs) Pansies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I literally was told, told uh, my friends I was like, "Yeah, if it if it's storming that bad, I'm just trapped at the theater, I guess." I'm, but I'm gonna go see the movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> hopefully I can make it in time for the podcast. But I told Jeff to be ready to run the live stream just in case
0: I didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, and I did nothing because I had entirely complete faith that you would just be fine. <laughs> I did not do
1: that thing you asked.
2: I was really upset when I messaged you guys. I didn't think I was going to be able to see it because the line was like, you know, snaked yeah. around the theater. And I was like, oh, no, yeah, that's
1: that's terrible. That's you know terrible. what
2: was funny, though? And this just shows that we're the best kind of people. Not <sighs> what the people who were there at four o'clock to see this movie are all fans and everybody, you know, we're all nerds. Nobody yeah, yeah. was upset. Everyone was like, oh, really? Oh, OK. What do I got to yeah. do oh, over there?
1: You just got to solve
2: That long the line. Oh, okay. Not one. I didn't hear anybody except me with
0: my arms <laughs> crossed. You were the <laughs> asshole?
2: Yeah. Well, I was mumbling to myself and I was like, the whole point of this movie, like, is it in the quantum realm and it's supposed to be IMAX? I had the best seats right in the middle. I always get the same seats.
1: <sighs> I like yeah. how you're like, this just shows that we're the best type of people. No one was complaining except for me. It's like, it shows that everyone else was the best kind of people. Yeah.
2: I need <laughs> I need that magic. I need that IMAX magic to really fill in it. And it needs to be loud. Kitty fell asleep twice. She's going to be upset that I said that.
0: Twice. <gasps> <gasps> I was like, How? Right.
2: right. But if it was an IMAX, it wouldn't have happened. So I, that's my only problem with Standard is it's so quiet. Yeah. Anyway, back to the movie.
1: Back to the movie. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie. It's got so much we haven't gotten to. Um, yeah, one of the things we were talking about beforehand is the change in tone from the, tra- uh, the trailer felt very epic. The thing that I expected fully based on the trailer was some deaths. Oh, yeah. I really thought we might get some deaths. And even, uh, you know, we talked a ton about how they would handle the Kang of it all. And this was one of the options we always knew would be around, the idea that Kang would just lose and the next we'd have to deal with another Kang at the end of the movie. Yep. Like, uh, But I didn't expect them to like... <laughs> Leave off the main movie before the post-credits, they left off with an ominous tone because, uh, like, with a jokey ominous tone. Like, with, like, Scott is freaking out inside his head because he's like, did I just destroy the world?
0: That was just so real for me. Did I just kill everybody? Did I
2: kill everyone? I do that about the littlest things. I couldn't imagine if I thought that I was possibly destroyed the world, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I really related with him in that moment.
0: Yeah man He said he knew it was coming And he was the only one that could stop it Those
2: thoughts they just come and you're like and No 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 no. now I'm having a good day I,
0: <laughs> I love though that he just like As he was doing that and it was getting darker And more ominous And it, he just at one point was just like No I'm gonna stop thinking that way No everything's yeah. fine Yeah and then it comes
1: back again though at the birthday party
0: <laughs> And it ends with him taking a bite And be like Rah! That was a terrible cake <laughs> Do you guys think
1: that the Kang we met in this movie he's not this I don't think he's the same version from He Who Remains or like would become exactly that but do you think he is a version that was trying to do that? Because now we know like he mentions the Kang dynasty and at the end of the movie we see what the Kang dynasty is (laughs) which is what the you know the next Avengers movie is called. So like the next Avengers is called Kang dynasty and we now know that means some sort of club where all the kangs are working together. Uh all these I loved the last shot of so many of the kangs like
0: the scroll in that arena.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's a lot. I, it was more than was, I expected. Uh
0: something yeah. that I that I plucked out of that that was really freaking awesome is uh the kangs that were like when he was teleporting in across all of the the places or whatever, the teleportation thing that happened is exactly the same as what Reed Richards did in Multiverse of Madness when he showed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, good You're call. You're right.
1: Good call. I actually thought a lot of the visuals were borrowed from Multiverse of Madness. When they were looking into the quantum storm, the little fractured like things that were going oh, on yeah. were very similar to what we saw when Wanda was reaching through the multiverse and like her mirror worlds and stuff. And what we yep. saw, are the broken glass on the uh, poster. Like it all really reminded me of that, the little folding quantum realm yeah. Oh, yeah a lot yeah. of what we saw. The uh yeah.
0: was it the It was a probability storm. That's what it was.
1: That's what it was. What called a quantum storm.
0: <laughs> that scene was insane. It really was. It, it was, was so, so crazy. crazy. Like when he he I loved split it. from himself. What the, hell?
2: <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? I'm what the real hell? What the hell?
0: It was great. It's such a great scene.
1: Oh, It had so much heart. Like the idea that all of like none no of the other ones could make them all work together, but he was able to because Cassie was his purpose and they, and they all would believe like <laughs> once they knew he was doing the thing he needed to do to protect Cassie, all of the Ant-Man's like joined forces. That's yep. so good. It's just so, so good.
0: And I love that. I Everything leads back to saving Cassie for Scott. Like mm-hmm. that's what all of those Absolutely. probability, you know, the, the potentials I guess were, and they all came back together. To do their part, you know, to help Cassie. I love that when, <laughs> like, they were looking at the screen and, like, Modok and Kang were like, how the hell is he doing that? It's because he's got that singular purpose of, I need to save my dog. Yep, yep,
1: exactly. Oh, it's so And good. These, these people who have been in the quantum realm all this time and know how it works are amazed. And it's truly, like, it's amazing because it makes sense. It makes sense. And I love that. I love that, like, all these, ver- it, like, it makes sense, but it's also just all heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. I don't know. I just so, so often you hear those like you're so, they're gonna solve it with love, and it's just like a <laughs> cheesy ending to the movie. You know right. what I mean? But in that case, it just made a lot of sense. It was like, no, it's because all versions of him, no matter what, his purpose has always been to be with Cassie and to protect Cassie. Oh
0: man! And that visual from when uh, when Wasp when Hope was coming down and he was coming up, and like the, it, it looked like two uh, two halves of an hourglass coming together. It was cool. Right there in yeah. the middle and then sucked them both in. Uh, so, so awesome.
2: I felt so like good. there wasn't a lot of wasp in this Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. There was a lot of Janet, which I loved. Um, mm-hmm. She
1: is the wasp.
2: She's so beautiful, though. Yeah. Like I Michelle. was
1: amazed to see, like, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, and Bill Murray sitting around a table having a conversation. It just felt so cool because those were, like, big actors from, like, oh, 80s yeah. and 90s. You know what I mean? And so I was
0: just like, neat. How awesome was Michael Douglas's look? Like that, that like <laughs> post apocalyptic kind of road warrior type look with his hair, like, you know, like kind of swept back and like the, the goatee. Like he looked awesome.
2: He romancing the stones. Yeah. And I love that <laughs> that little place, just those people just had those perfect clothes all bundled and laundered and tied up and ready to go
0: for yeah. them. <laughs> They're
2: like high fashion, quantum desert style. Yeah. But it was very Star Wars.
1: I thought that might be weird. That could be weird, except like the way they're all uh traveling in a in a big troop like that, knowing that all the buildings are sentient and can move, like <laughs> maybe they're just a lot of the people in the quantum realm are very nomadic, you know, like so yeah, it makes sense. They just have like their laundry room was probably with them. Is all <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> that was the that was the stupidest
0: headcanon I've ever done, sorry. <laughs> When the God, what was her name when the the leader of the the people, the resistance fighters or whatever, uh, when she was like they just de- he destroyed our homes, that became a lot darker when you find out that the homes are alive, like they they're, yeah. Yeah, that they're sentient. Like, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. no good. It really, it really is.
1: And like, in that case, your home is like your protector, you know, but yeah. it's also like probably you probably have a relationship with probably
0: your home. a part of the family.
1: Yeah, God, that is. I don't dark. know if
2: I would like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 you it's you got to pick a home based on you know.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta mesh with the home. You gotta date the home. It's gotta be a culture fit, really. Mm-hmm.
2: It's just like I don't want my pets to talk, and I don't want my house to be alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Scott was just happy to meet a raccoon that could talk.
2: Oh, my God. Now I want to read that book. That is so oh, funny.
0: That book is coming out. It's being released uh, September 5th of this year.
2: Really smart.
0: I, I've already pre-ordered it on Amazon.
1: <laughs> I can't believe they're making that a uh, book that didn't come out with the movie. It feels like it was a marketing decision that was made very late in the game. And they're like, somebody ghostwrite this book. <laughs> like Somebody
2: write this
0: right now. Yeah.
2: And they're gonna have an audio book, and they'll. Rudd is gonna make a ton of money just getting to, you know, read it.
0: Absolutely, what? he needs to narrate that audiobook. Yeah, a hundred percent. All of 100%. his
2: enthusiasm is
1: Scott. I loved all of his uh, all of his book reading moments. Th- so, things we wanted in this that we got. In, in, speaking of that, we got a
0: Loki. We got a, a Loki, Loki in that post credits,
2: and he's dressed like he was in crimson. Crimson Peak. I love that time period on him.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> Mobius also joining the uh, pantheon of the very few characters who started on the TV side and moved into the movie side. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I know it's only one scene, but that same thing that happened with Jarvis. Um, so mm. that was that was neat. That was neat. I like to see that.
2: And at least it shows that they kind of like figured out who each other were because we left in a really bad place.
1: Is it Jarvis Sitwell? And Mobius, is that it? Is that the only three that, that have crossed over? What do you mean? Characters who started on the TV shows and moved to the movies.
0: Jarvis started in Iron Man. No, I'm talking about the butler Jarvis. Oh, Edwin Jarvis, like the actual... The, yeah, Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, the actual actual Jarvis, not robot Jarvis.
0: I think Sitwell <laughs> started from not The TV. consultant
1: or something, right? Wasn't he in the...
0: He was definitely in The Consultant, I remember that. Or
1: no, not The Consultant. That's the other one, That was the one-shot. The one-shot. Yeah, he was in the one-shots, but he wasn't in a movie first. He was in the one-shots first, right?
0: I don't think so. I think he was in a movie.
1: Okay, I might be wrong. Very well could be wrong. Daredevil, right? No, so what was in Daredevil? He was in... Oh, no, no, no.
2: Uh, Characters that crossed over from like a
0: TV show to a movie. Oh, right. Daredevil. Thank you. Matt Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Yeah. (laughs) Matt Murdock. (laughs) And uh, Kingpin. Well, no, he's, he went to the series, the Hawkeye series. Yeah,
1: that's. Yeah, yeah. Val, Val did.
0: Val did. Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Right. Yeah.
2: They're connecting everything.
0: They are. I love it. I love it. It's happening.
1: Uh, Good call, (laughs) Dad948 for the Matt Murdock call out there.
0: Sitwell was in Thor.
1: Ah, I did not remember him being in Thor. Okay.
2: Wasn't he also in Winter Soldier?
0: Yeah, but that came after Avengers. Oh, uh, okay. Man, I feel like Kang was so unbelievably imposing and so like frightening. And absolutely, I got exactly <laughs> what I wanted out of Kang. I mean, maybe he didn't do as much as he could have, or you know, as much as we would like to have seen. But like, he—I think he was the right amount of terrifying. Yeah. For this. Oh movie. yeah,
2: he was great. He really made the
1: movie. We saw our heroes go up against all these people in the quantum realm and be captured and be like, you know, uh, not be able to get away and all this stuff. But then it took the entirety of the quantum realm joining the heroes to be able to take Kang down, you know, like all of these people working together. It took everyone in the quantum realm turning on him and facing him down.
0: Well, even then it wasn't enough. It took the ants showing up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the ants.
1: Yes, the thousands of years in the quantum realm ants, which I I freaking loved that.
0: They were
2: like Terminator ants. They all had all the cyborg stuff. I was like, this is amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it really is. And I don't want to die that way, please. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That seems like a terrible way to die. (laughs) Mm -mm. Do we believe Kang is dead? Dead, dead? I'm assuming kind Mm, of. I feel like
2: he just got sucked inside there, but I don't know what that means. Is he small? Is he just tiny now?
0: He got sucked into the probability. A storm or yeah. something. I, I so think there's a trapped. shitload of him in there, and he's going yeah. to he's going to do the Scott thing of working together with himself to get out.
2: He's been doing it for mm. a long time, and it hasn't worked out for him. <laughs> Trying to work with yeah. himself. Yeah,
1: he's not he's not good, <laughs> good luck at working in there, with buddy. Himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of thought of that. I thought that might be a post credit sequence. Actually, is him in the probability just like screaming storm, at him. like. The reason he's down there is because he can't play nice with the other versions of himself. And now he's going to go down there and be with endless versions of himself for the rest of time. Like, that's a a terrible hell to send Kang to, (laughs) that version of Kang. (laughs) That's fair, that's fair. Loved how different this Kang was f- that from He Who Remains, mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved the little bit we got to see of the different Kangs and the three that sort of like seemed like they were sort of in charge. Um, the one that was like wearing like ancient Egyptian garb, which is uh, Ramatut, the, the, and there was the one that was wearing like I don't know cyborg like implants that looked very uh, like cyborg from the DC universe almost, yeah, almost. Are you just yeah. saying that because he's black? No, no, I'm not. I'm okay. saying that because the tech looks similar. <laughs> they did look quite similar.
2: That one didn't have the scars.
1: Yeah, a lot of them didn't.
2: I liked the gold scars on like the raw one.
1: Oh mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the gold, they were gold. For, like, the That's, gold. Oh. That's really cool. I didn't even catch that. I can catch it was it was mimicking the or like over the scars. That's badass.
0: Yeah. It reminded me <sighs> so of good. the um, if you remember the scene in Omnipotent City. When in Thor Love and Thunder, when they like were killing all the guards and they were just like exploding into gold, um, Valkyrie and Thor had like splashes of gold all over their costumes oh, from yeah. like, all of that, all that blood. So like, I just watched that like last night or the night before. <laughs> so like, when I saw him with the uh, the gold paint on his face, I was like, "Holy shit! Did he kill some guards?" Mm, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I just, I, I'm so
1: excited. Like, this br- brought the idea of Kang, I feel like, ne- and that knowing that Avengers is called Kang Dynasty, it just feels like that's going to be where we finally get to face off with all of these Kangs, and I'm just really excited about it.
2: So, do yeah. we think that that Kang knew exactly what was going to happen? Because that's what he kept kind of bragging about. Like, well, I know how all this is going to go. I know it's going to end. Or is it more that he just knows how it's going to end just doesn't really know the path that it's going to take to get there. I was Mm, just trying to understand him.
1: (laughs) He, he, he sees time differently is what he kept saying. I don't think he knows he knew this was going to happen to him. Um, but he definitely knows that like eventually the Kang war will come to their, their universe, the six one six universe. Um, and so that's what he was like warning Scott about. Um, He also knows that, like, his plan was apparently. That's what I was going to say earlier. Do we think he's a very different character from He Who Remains? But when he described it, it sounds like his plan was similar. Like, he wanted to take all those exploding universes and consolidate it into one ring. Like, that was such a similar visual to what we saw He Who Remains did. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, is this a multiverse? Is this a version of the multiverse where they killed he who re- the they, because Kang Dynasty has formed? Are they just killing off all of the Kangs that are a risk to the dynasty? You know what I mean? Yeah. That are like a like risk. Minority to Minority yeah uh, Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: It's like before they do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, at least before they win. Yeah. Um. Like in in this case, like because you kind of imagine in this in this scenario. Like, the reason they, like, what if in three movies, they go and face off with the Kang dynasty in some way, and they get their butts kicked, and they realize, like, we gotta get someone on our side that has power to be able to fight all these Kangs, and they go back in the quantum realm and retrieve Kang, who's been down there going crazy. Yeah, that's a, the, fighting, you need to put that yeah.
2: right on the top of the board, and put yeah. 2,000, what, 27, what?
1: Whenever what? that is, I think it's <laughs> yeah. like 2025. I don't think it's that far don't away. Don't
2: open till 2027. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we crack that letter open.
0: Oh my god, we called it <laughs> so I long ago.
1: That, yeah, we did. Uh, I felt <sighs> a little bad. I felt a little bad about our prediction abilities in this one. We didn't predict the ending. Yeah. We well we, well we did. It was one of the options on the board, but it wasn't like we weren't like this <laughs> is going to happen. <laughs> but we did like pretty much. After some of those trailer breakdowns, we were like, they're going to get separated. And then Scott is going to help Kang do the thingy because blah, 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 blah And then th- this is going to happen. And then she's going to join him. And then she's going to explain it. And then, yeah, we had it like pretty much mapped out.
0: We had it beat for beat. Ay.
1: Yeah. So when I was watching, I was like, I'm not not enjoying this, but I definitely am not being surprised very much. Yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's not great.
2: I was surprised at the end. When I sat down, I turned to Ken after somebody said something, and I was like, "Guess how this is going to end? The next, you know, Avengers movie is Kang Dynasty, so he's gonna, you know, we're going he's gonna leave Scott down there. It's gonna be terrible, or he's gonna kill mm-hmm. him." I was like, oh,
1: "Oh, I was way off." Yeah, I <laughs> thought that until he, until this Kang mentioned the Kang Dynasty, and he was like, "You know, he was like, I will, I will destroy the Kang Dynasty," and I was like, "Oh, you're not the big bad." Oh, yeah. the, you're not the Avengers movie villain. You're the apéritif. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the amuse bouche.
2: <laughs> when he started to get upset and cry, I'm like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" Because that's not yeah. what I expected from my like big bad Kang villain. That we were not to you yet. But I really liked mm-hmm. this one. I'm actually. I like, hope that yeah, uh, I you're right. Know- I hope we go back and get him.
0: <laughs> I want to yeah. know what he lost. Cause like me too. Cause he kept saying, "You have no idea what I have lost." Well, see, and that's what would be beautiful.
1: You, we had talked about it before. How like for this Kang to be really meaningful going forward, he would need to like like ha- have a have a meaningful loss in his past. We talked about his right. family, maybe his relatable relatable family. Sticks. What if he's trying to stop? the Kang dynasty from, from destroying the multiverse or like causing all these incursions. So he's trying to do the, he who remains thing and create his universe, you know, Mm -hmm. but to do so when the Kangs find out, they came after him and destroyed his universe. So he did literally lose everything trying to go up against the Kang dynasty. He's lost his universe now um, and lost everyone he loves and everything else. And so you could absolutely see if they go back down there to get him, he said stuff about loss, but didn't talk about what, if they go back down there to get him and pull him out, you could totally see a, a few scenes of like humanizing him where they, he says like, do you know why I did what I did? Yeah. You know why I was building my empire? Yeah. I was going to build my empire so that I could bring back
0: my family,
1: you know, something like that. Yeah. um, So I could yeah. stop
0: the incursions from taking any more families away. hmm Yeah. So altruistic, Kang. You know, such an altruistic. When Kang. Janet asked him who is Kang, he said, "He's who I need to be."
1: Yes, exactly. I could totally see this Kang like coming back in like a not exactly a hero, but kind of like a Thanos way, where he like we see what he's doing, what he's doing, we like understand what he's trying to do, and yeah.
0: Huh. They're, uh, not gonna go an they're not going to go get him. They're not going to go get him. We're not going to see this one until Secret War. We're not going to see this one again until Secret War. He's going to be the hidden, like the the Molecule Man, where uh, he's hidden, you know, behind the scenes or whatever, and they discover him as a part of Battle World. Mm, That's my prediction. Yeah. That's possible.
1: That's possible. If Kang Dynasty, I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he'll be back to fight the Kang Dynasty now. Whether the Kang Dynasty will still exist in Secret Wars. Or what you know? I don't know.
2: That's after the Kang Dynasty
0: movie, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yep. it is mm-hmm. the
1: next one. But they're only they're a year apart. It's the
0: one following it,
1: which mm-hmm. makes me yeah. think
0: that Kang Dynasty is going to really mess up the multiverse and force somebody to break them all down and consolidate them into Battle World. Mm-hmm. 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 And I really think that's going to be strange. Yeah, could I'm be. really leaning more into that god Emperor Strange. Especially with him
1: running around the multiverse gaining in power and like mm-hmm. working with multiversal sorcerers and stuff and getting, yeah. That would absolutely. be nice.
2: I would mm-hmm. like that a lot. More Stephen <laughs> <and> Strange.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love that they've made Scarlet Witch just straight up a bad guy in Multiverse of Madness because it opens that door. Like, you know, the idea that Doctor Strange could become God Emperor Strange and be, like, straight up an antagonist who's, you know, doing what he thinks is right, but it's like, you know, everyone else is having to fight him. Um, That's absolutely possible, and we've seen that happen before. And so it just just means Marvel's willing to take those kinds of swings, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's also a good way to bring Wanda back into things, all the way down the road towards the end of this to help fix whatever's going on. Like redemption.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, At least a version (sighs) when Kanks are breaking down his very talking about his variants and like showing the, showing the roots of like the multiverse crashing into each other. I was just so excited because it's just, he mentioned incursions, which ties it to multiverse madness. He mentioned, uh, clearly variants and the, uh, the way the universe looked, it just clearly tied it to Loki. Like all these multiverse things are it they're paying attention from multiverse property to multiverse property. And like I, it's one of the things we wanted to see. And so I'm, I'm excited about it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. We got Yep. We got enough of a Loki cameo and reference and call out to to mm-hmm. satisfy that need without taking away from the film overall. And the fact that that when Mobius was like, I thought you said he was this like imposing, terrifying being, and you see Tom Hiddleston like he is. Just he has that look <laughs> mm-hmm. of terror on his face. I love, 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 love that 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 happened. That was so yeah.
1: Cool. Like, and we know that he can like jump around now, and there's going to be Kangs all over the timeline. And We've seen how many Kangs there are, like in the Kang Dynasty. So, what? <laughs> I just feel like the Loki show. I mean, I used to think like Kang would just be this ever-present like r- threat in Loki. We wouldn't see much of him, but now I feel like Loki. We could get a different Kang every week if we wanted to, though, <laughs> and like oh. really explore. Like they, they get <laughs> like, Kang of the week, Kang of the week. Yeah, <laughs>
2: well, it's really going to show Jonathan Majors. Uh, he's going to be playing different characters, kind of like uh, yes, James McAvoy in in that movie. What was it?
1: Split. Split. Yeah. You, you know like- you know what else it reminds you of? Him having to do all the uh, motion capture yeah, or like, Ooh, whatever Ooh, uh, uh. <laughs> for. For that scene at the end where they're all like super pumped and they're like, "Ah, yeah, in that big stadium. (laughs) You know what that reminds me of? Shia LaBeouf. And that like, because, you know, that was one Jonathan Majors standing in front of a green screen doing all that stuff and then having to do the next one and then having to do the next one. It just reminds me of that Shia LaBeouf video where he's like yelling at the screen like, you can do it, do it. (laughs) Just do it. Motivation. Yep. Jonathan Majors had to stay in there and do that, and that's hilarious to me. It's a lot of work. <laughs> They're just like, cause you know they are probably just like, hey Jonathan, be a different kang now. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and now another. Give us another different kang. Give us Here's a different some more clothes. Type of cheer. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's this, so funny. This
0: kang has giant teeth and green skin. What would he roar like? <laughs>
1: so good. Oh my gosh. I'm back. Uh let's y'all wanna run through some of these feedbacks. Sure. Sure. So these live chats, we got a few live chats. Uh, VB Marvel Fan says, Stranded Panda TV, uh, with the departure from the previous Ant-Man installments, it seems like this will be the tone with Kang being in the mix. Do you think we will see Kang in Guardians 3? Uh, how does this impact Loki Season 2? Also, Council of Kangs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all think? Do you think uh, we'll th- we will see him in uh, Guardians 3?
0: I don't know, because, like... I don't think so. Maybe an end credit scene, but...
1: Yeah, I should... only think an end credit scene, if if anything.
0: Yeah, if anything, it's going to be end-credits, because, like, there's so much Guardians lore and mythos that has to be explored, and, like, there's so much of their story already that needs to be told yeah, that, like... exactly. We don't have time for Kang, but, um, tis well,
1: <laughs> well, and it's James Gunn's swan song for the Marvel Universe. And it's him ending the story he started uh, nine years ago, and it's like I think he's gonna wanna—he's going—he's—he's he's not gonna let Marvel have a bunch of control over inserting things. I don't think. I think he's gonna tell his story that he's uh, had planned and close out the Guardian story, and then move on from there.
2: Yeah, I trust him.
1: Yeah, me too
2: but that trailer makes me sad. I'm so scared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> me too. He probably gained a lot of creative control after they fired him and wanted him back. Honestly, they probably were like, uh, Hey James gun, that whole firing thing. We're sorry. Will you come back? And he's like, uh, sign this paper, I guess sign this saying, I don't have to do anything you want. I'm just going to do my <laughs> thing with my character. That I that get I created. final yeah. cut. And that is yep.
2: all directors need to do at the end.
1: I bet. I bet. That's exactly what he did um and then uh how does this impact loki season two we talked about this a little bit but i think it's possible we'll get a lot of kang and in we loki don't know two. when
2: that's coming out
1: we, we don't we don't sometime. know when anything's going 2023 yeah but okay. it, previous to the time it came out in like may or something june. like r- right before okay it was right june after. 8th that's okay. exciting.
2: i hope so, it's gonna be fun i hope they're hunting different ones or like trying to go back and i don't know what they're doing yeah. i can't even never mind i'm not gonna guess
1: <laughs> I can totally see them like hunting a Kang of the it. Week, which sounds super fun to me. Just like getting Jonathan Majors to really like bite into a different Kang every week, like be a different yeah, version I of so. Kang. Oh, I love sounds it. great. Sounds so great. That man has
0: chops. So he really I, does. I really think it's gonna it's gonna be great to see that happen.
1: Oh yeah, me too. I don't know. Have we, have we told? Have we talked about on this podcast that we're about to cover the Creed movies over on Binger's Assemble? Uh, we just did Rocky, and we're about to do the Creed movies, and I'm so excited that he's in the third one.
0: Yeah, coming out three twenty three. I'm excited to go see that mm-hmm. one.
1: Go subscribe to Avengers Assemble, guys, if you're uh, interested in that, because I am super pumped about Creed one, Creed three. Uh, to, honestly, to rewatch the whole series because I, I love it. I've loved everything I've seen of it. I just haven't really uh, seen much in a while. I just, it it feels like it's, it didn't stick with me. Like I need to like rewatch the Rocky <laughs> movies. Always feel the same way. Like I always feel when I rewatch. I'm like, oh yeah, this happens. <laughs>
2: I'm like that's right around the corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent a summer in Philly, and it's like I'm always like watching for things I recognize, and there's a few. I'm like I bought watermelons right there <laughs> on, on on Market Market Street. I bought watermelons every day. We buy watermelons. Okay, next to feedback. <laughs> Dad 948. Uh the after credit scene were both a plus. I've been waiting for this movie and shows to start trying tying together again and building momentum. Yeah. There's, we've been saying this was the this was the start of that momentum, and it's I I mean like this ties directly to that scene with He Who Remains in a way that we didn't get in, in phase two. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> we knew Thanos was around, we knew he was a risk. But we didn't get this. Like, we're all talking about we're ready for it to tie together. Marvel did not really do that for phase one and two. Three is where, like, you know, we sort of really it's not till Infinity War hardly that we really get the tie togethers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like to, at least leading towards endgame, you know? Um, there's just post credit scene, post credit scene, post credit scene, and then in- in Infinity War, you yeah. know?
2: Do you think this means we're going to get to see Loki in. Uh- the next Avengers movie? Ooh.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I thought we might never see Loki in a movie again, but after seeing him at the end of Mania, And they're hunting
2: uh, like Kangs, I feel like. Yeah. He better be in Kang Dynasty.
1: Yeah, and I think what's going to have to happen is Thor is going to have to have a serious encounter with Kang. Um, He even said, are you the one with the hammer? <gasps> um, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Thor is going to have a serious encounter with Kang, and then... His brother is gonna have to show up to like give the Avengers a briefing on all the stuff they learned in Loki season two, and like the Avengers are gonna be like, "Can we trust Loki?" And like his brother is gonna be like, "Yes, we can." Like I can tell this. My brother is different now. My yeah. brother's changed. My brother. <laughs> this grown, is my
0: brother, you know? but it's not my brother.
1: Yeah, Ugh. this but is the the trickster brother I've always loved, but I now trust him. You know.
0: Oh, this is who I always hoped my brother would become. Yeah. Mm, We need that. We need that scene. <laughs> He's
2: like, "This is your uncle, small child."
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. This is your uncle, small child, because he has he has love. The Aww, eternity yeah. kid. Yeah, eternity kid. Introduce his uncle. Aww. Aww. uncle Loki. Aww. You know, there was that point in the rebel camp um, when like the the drones started showing up, and like right before Modoc first showed up, and I was getting really strong like Lamentus one vibes. Like out of uh, that one episode of Loki, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where the, oh, the moon yeah. was ending, or the world was yeah. ending, or whatever. Oh,
2: gosh. Where Janet lived kind of looked like um, looked like that planet where Loki and Sylvie were on, just like the deep purples and
1: blues. Yeah, that's that's I you're talking one, about. Yeah. Okay,
0: I had yeah that that whole <laughs> like that kind of like desolate, barren landscape almost, but like where the the city w- or the the buildings were crashing down and like being destroyed and like everything was just crazy hell like and huge dust clouds and all that like it felt a whole lot like that one sequence in that one episode (laughs) of loki
1: yeah man i loved i just absolutely loved those characters um the rebels like i want more of their story like i would (laughs) i want like them rebuilding the world with the help of the ants you know like i want yeah they get to have those
0: ants now yeah Yeah. very helpful answer ants what are those do we have those down here (laughs) and i (laughs) guess they can
2: go back and forth easily now between the quantum realm and our realm because of what cassie made
1: yeah well they they built the quantum tunnel in in ant-man 2 and they had that little submersible let them get down there Mm -hmm. but i guess with the beacon now they can just like open a portal which does make it easier for sure yeah um so a couple characters that I really would highlight. Uh, Quaz, I guess it was his name in the movie, but William Jackson Harper, He played Cheaty on The Good Place. Oh, so good to see him. And like him showing up in this just made me like, okay, don't waste Cheaty. Was that Get the mind more. reader? Yep. Yeah. The Do you mind know reader. what I
2: know him from? Dark Phoenix. What?
1: Oh, who was the, he was in Dark Phoenix. He
2: is uh, Jessica Chastain's uh, main counterpart, the two of them.
1: Like okay. we're the leaders
2: of that group of people.
1: Interesting. Oh, huh. second Marvel role. You know, <laughs> um, that's neat. Uh, and then also, uh, Katie M. O'Brien uh, played Gintora, uh, the the big like like Gintora. That's
0: her name. The leader. The leader. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was in love with her.
0: Me too. I was like, I Nabs!
2: It. Jesus. <laughs> she <laughs> stopped. <laughs> she could beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and, and I, I love, would love you. Of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she was really cool. I, I want more of her too. I just though that character, and then of course the comedy uh, stylings of the guy who likes holes. Uh, I just need I need a I need a show with those four as like the main characters. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> I would watch a Disney Plus series about that tomorrow. <laughs> um,
0: I'd watch it right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Waterfall Angel, uh, in the Twitch chat says, so is the Mobius a different Mobius? The Mobius we see at the end of Loki would know what Kang looks like because there was a giant statue of him in the TVA. Um, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. He he at least has different memories at that point, but no, you're right. That's after he loses, he changes his memories. So
0: I don't know.
2: That's what I'm saying. It seems like this one knows what... It's going on.
0: <laughs> I think Loki goes to... This is my my uh, prediction, I guess, for it, is that Loki is getting the help of Mobius in that universe. Oh, mm. like he's in
2: the... It's that timeline? Okay. Like, yeah, maybe. The,
0: the Mobius that exists there, or he, he plucks a Mobius out and like has him come and help him. I,
1: I have a feeling it's the same Mobius, and this is that scene... That we got with them when they go to find what's the trio called the Living Tribunal or whatever? Not the Living Tribunal. Is that who they were? Uh, the Timekeepers. The, the, the Timekeepers. Uh, <laughs> that's who we theorized that they were. Uh, the Timekeepers. Right. It's like maybe the statue is there. We see. We, they they knew about the Timekeepers because they were up there. They were these like worshipped beings, but they didn't really know who they were. And Loki's trying to unmask. Who Kang is? He's like no, like just like they did with the Timekeepers in the first one. Find out they're animatronic. Mm. In this one, they'll be like, he's like no, th- th- this guy is not to be worshipped. He's this guy. He's this nefarious guy. And he goes and he's like, this guy doesn't look nefarious at all. What are you talking about? He just looks <laughs> like him, or so you know. Like he's got to convince Mobius that that
0: like Kang is bad. What do you think he promised him to get him there? Think he promised him a jet ski? Too mm, yeah.
1: not in, not in that time period. <laughs> I know they have traveling shows, but I don't think any of those traveling shows have jet skis. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Kakron just said in the chat, jet ski arc win? <laughs> um, yes, we, we definitely need a full-on jet, jet ski arc. Always the jet ski. <laughs> always jet ski. Always jet ski. Uh, Waterfall Angel says in the chat, uh, missed the beginning of the cast. Did you touch on the fact that there was no Luis? How dare they? I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because we have not touched on it. I was shocked
0: that there was no Louise. I, I didn't was shocked.
2: Gonna... We're moving on from that.
0: No, I'm <laughs> <That's> still what... <laughs> upset. That's what I, I meant by really the tone upset. was completely wrong. <laughs> there was the, no Luis. Yeah.
1: There was no. Yeah. No uh, XCon
0: Kurt. There was no.
1: What was his name? the Polka character I don't know. XCon is their company. <laughs> yeah, there was no
0: the trio of X-Cons.
1: Yeah. I just
2: don't see how it would have made sense. Because um, it happens so fast, unless it was in the beginning, like, being like, hey, friends yeah. who still live in San Francisco. Right. That's what
1: I thought. I thought we were just going to get a, a just scene like, at the beginning. like a birthday
2: party or something. We, we got Jimmy Woo.
0: We a Jimmy Woo, we did, know, a Jimmy we Woo and Eloise?
2: And Baskin Robbins guy.
0: And Baskin yeah. Rob Baskin Robbins always finds out. <laughs> we got a
1: bunch of people in this movie from the other movies, but like. A bunch of references, but no Louise. Nobody
0: important.
2: They weren't heisting at that time.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're off on an important heist. I-, I talked about it on the cast. Like, we still, we maybe we'd find out what happened to Cassie during the blip. Like, did she have her mom and uh, her mom's husband or whatever? And like, we didn't even find that out. She de aged.
2: <laughs> the actress they got in Infinity War just did not look. I know I'm not a mother, but that did not look like the right age. This one looked more age appropriate like she looked a little old she's supposed to be it was five years when we saw her in ant-man and the wasp she's what nine
0: something like that yeah
2: she's got no like some teeth missing like she's a little kid
0: yeah Maybe about nine because she says six, 10
2: 11 12 13 was, uh, 14 okay so five years bee. she's 14 and they hired that 19 year old to play <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
2: you think we didn't notice but we did
1: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even notice they changed the actresses if I'm being honest. Really? Uh, oh. Yeah, I just I, I don't notice people's faces. I'm really I'm face blind. Um <laughs> but the thing that I loved about the Cassie arc of it all is she says, like my life's never been normal. I was attacked by a guy in a B suit when I was six and then in this movie her big third act fight is against that guy in the B suit.
2: Yes. Yeah. A giant face. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I liked it because it's, like, that's probably been the thing that's been... She says it, like, that's when my life changed. Like, that's when my life was no longer normal. Yeah. You know? And that was probably really traumatic. And now she's been, like, carrying that around as, like, the thing that made her life change. And now she got to be a superhero and fight him. And I just thought that was fun. And they didn't, like, really call it out even. It was just, like, a nice, subtle thing.
0: And not only fight him, but, like, she got to bring him back to the side of good. Yeah. If there yeah. was like, one in Yeah, that, yeah. Like, That take to that take to camera of like it's never too late to stop being a dick.
1: (laughs) I loved it so much. (laughs) (laughs) So many people need to hear that. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Just just stop. Just stop it. (laughs) All right. Well, it looks like that's about all the feedback. Uh, You guys got any last thoughts on uh, on on Quantum Mania?
2: I'm excited to see it again, and I'm excited to let it sit in a little bit more and. Read it more feedback when we get emails and bring more things up because it is so hard. It's like I don't know, ten thirty eight here, and I'm I'm like I know so much more happened, and I just can't. Oh yeah, I can't bring it out.
1: Well, that's why we have these instant reactions just to just to get something out and to the world about talk this movie because we're all excited. But uh, over the next few weeks. And that's a, that's a great transition because, guys, if you're here, it's your first time finding the MCU cast. Uh, we are just fans who love this stuff and love to talk about it and love to have these conversations uh, like fans do because that's what we are. And if you like this, if you've enjoyed this, join us. Please subscribe. Uh, find us here. Find us on YouTube at Stranded Panda. And, um, yeah, just subscribe. Hit that sub button on whatever app you're using. And we're, we do MCU cast every week. We talk about feedback from our listeners. We do uh, retrospectives on old movies. We talk to people about what they love about Marvel. We do all kinds of things. Just, we're big fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and uh, we'd love to have you join us on this little journey and be part of the part of the family. Um, and if you want to do that, uh, go over and hit that sub button. And uh, thank you to everyone who swapped over. We created new Patreon tiers a few weeks ago uh beginning of february uh if 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 you've been away for a while and you're finally back because quantum mania is out and you haven't heard us talk about it there are new patreon tiers patreon.com mcu cast if you have been a patron a while you should go and swap to the new tiers so you get all the exclusive content and everything that would be awesome um we're doing monthly charges now instead of weekly or like per podcast or whatever. It's, it's a long story. We talked about it on a previous episode.
2: <laughs> it's easier now. Don't worry.
1: It's much easier. Yes.
2: That's all you need to know, really.
1: <laughs> and yeah. And we're going to do some shout outs next week to some some of the new patrons. Uh, start doing those shout outs. But let me shout out. I, I shouted them out in the credits, but uh, shout out our very first Illuminati tier patron.
0: We have an Illuminati tier patron?
1: We have an Illuminati tier patron. Uh, that a is incredibly kind a real one i talked to him and everything uh he's been a patron a while but he he joined the, he swapped to the illuminati level uh walter Kreisky the third thank you uh he's been a patron a while but he uh he jumped in as Woo. the uh first illuminati patron which is the hundred dollar <laughs> level which is we didn't think we we didn't even know if we'd get one so thank you very much walter we
2: were like wild wow, card thank you walter
1: yeah it's, it's freaking awesome. um, And we'll be back very soon with more MCU cast. Uh, Oh, uh, Ash, tell them about your podcast.
2: Oh, uh, if you like horror, you can find my podcast on all the things at Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater, where we just kind of Joe Bob Briggs, Elvira-style breakdown movies and give recommendations and talk about news. Um, Yeah, it's it's terrifying. You'll love it.
1: (laughs) Bill and Ashley's terror theater. It's
2: really not though. I get so many people who are like, we hate horror, and I really yeah. like watching or listening to the show because we don't have to watch it, but we get to hear about how movies are made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys do a lot of cool behind the scenes stuff that like makes really just interesting stuff to learn. I love it. Um, all right, guys. Well, we'll be back soon. Uh, have a good one. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com/slash MCUcast. You make this show possible. A big shout out to our brand new, first ever Illuminati tier patron, Walter Christie III. Thank you, sir. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash TV.